Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful, and welcome to today's episode of the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm really excited to chat with you today. I'm really excited for this conversation because this was a download that came through this morning. And as it was coming through, I couldn't type fast enough. I had my notepad open on my computer and I was just typing, typing, typing as everything was coming out around this. And this is definitely a lesson that I've been integrating and really learning over the last year or so. And so I'm really excited to bring it to you because this is a really important step inside the manifestation process. This is a step that a lot of the times when we're in this step, we actually interpret it as, oh, it's not working. I'm not getting what I want. I'm doing something wrong. But actually, This step is not only imperative, but it's actually helping you get even closer to your desire. So I'm going to get specific about that. I'm going to dive in and rule of thumb. If you are a business owner or you are a content creator of any kind, I highly recommend whenever you have an idea pop into your head, literally stop what you're doing and write it down because when you trick yourself and go, oh, I'll remember it. How often does it leave our mind? And what I truly believe about all the insights I get, the messages from spirit, from the universe that I get, because a lot of the time I, you know, I don't just wake up in the morning with all these ideas. They come to me throughout the day when I'm doing different things, when I'm opening up my channel. So I give myself a lot of space where my phone's on airplane mode, or I won't have any client calls that day. And I'll let myself receive these messages. And what I believe is that when we receive a message and if we don't act on it, or if we don't, you know, take the time and the space to just make sure we don't forget it, like write it down, even if we're not going to do something with it right away. I believe that oftentimes it will leave us like just kind of slip your mind, leave your brain and go on to somebody else who's actually going to do something with it and run with it. So Just a reminder, when you do have an idea pop up, make sure you're writing it down. It's also not a great use of your precious brain and your energy space to like try to remember, try to remember, oh yeah, what was that thing? What was that thing? When you can just write it down. I've learned this the hard way so many times and, you know, I will stop myself during a workout. I will, you know, lean out of the shower and grab my phone and type the message. I'm that crazy. And I just really want to make sure that I remember. So that is a side note, little bonus note here. So let's dive in. So as we're thinking about manifestation, a really big thing that, you know, I think of is ask and receive ask and it's given. And that's actually a book by Abraham Hicks or rather by Esther and Jerry Hicks channeled from Abraham ask and it is given. And it's very simple. It's like, ask for it, receive it. Right. And it sounds really simple. And this is how we're taught with manifestation. We're taught, put it on the vision board, write it out, uh, put it on a post-it somewhere, affirmations, pretend like it's already happening. And all those things are great and valid. And all those tools are amazing. And they can help us get into the frequency of already having our desire 
And there's something really key that happens in between the asking moment and then the moment that you actually receive it. Okay. So how good does it feel when you decide I'm ready for my next level? So it feels very, very good when it's, you know, approaching the new year and you get together with your girlfriends and you make a vision board, you write out your intentions, your goals for the new year feels really good, right? It feels really good when you're really working on yourself and you're setting a goal of something you want to create, you know, maybe it's a new month and you're like, here's what I want to do this month. This is what I want. And so that is a really exciting feeling. And that's actually an important part of the manifestation process, right? We get to not only be clear, but we get to declare, right? So you don't want to come with this energy of, it'd be cool. I guess maybe someday you want to come with this energy of, I am freaking ready. Bring it on. Let's do it. What let let's I'm ready for this thing, whatever it is. And the, and I don't even want to say it's a mistake because it's not, but the thing that happens is that when we ask for something, a lot of the time, what our cute little brain will do, which is connected to logic and steps and strategies and all that, what our brain will do is it will go into figure it out mode and it will try to decode how it's going to happen. And it will try to tell you like, oh yeah, so this is likely how it will happen. And a lot of the time when we ask for something, we do not receive it in the linear way we think we will. Okay. So, you know, think about something that's like, really crazy that you've manifested in your life. Maybe it's where you're living right now. Like maybe there's a crazy story about how you got your place. Like I know the house that Ryan and I are in, we had been searching for so long, like every single day for a month, which felt really long. And we were in a living situation. We were in an Airbnb. We really wanted to get out of, um, this was in 2020. And I remember I was looking every single day not finding anything, you know, they wouldn't allow pets or whatever. And it felt like, are we ever going to move? And then I remember I just, and and my interpretation, by the way, was that Ryan wasn't really, you know, stepping up and helping out as I had wanted him to, because I was looking so much and he was in the space of trusting. He's like, I know something will pop up. And for me, I'm like, I want to move. That's not good enough. Like, something's not just going to pop up. You got to look at it every single day. And that made my brain feel better. Right. I didn't want to feel passive. And so I was looking, looking, looking. And then literally the day Ryan decides I'm going to look a brand new listing popped up. It was like not on Zillow. It was on some like random website. He, you know, the, the house had just gone on the market, like just, you know, or whatever had just been uploaded, listed And he made a call. They were like, we're showing it today. He drove over two hours away because we were in Palm Springs at the time. This is in Orange County. And it was like within 24 hours, we got the house. And so the reason I share that is because that's not what I predicted. I predicted that I would look on Zillow and I would find this and we would go tour it and it would be a great fit. And, you know, we had been also looking at houses in person, which was stressful in itself during the pandemic. It was like, just really intense. And so anyway, I want you to think about like, what's something that you've manifested in your life where you're like, I could not have predicted the twists and turns and the 
synchronicities, like maybe it's if you're in a relationship, like how you met your person, is it the way you thought you would? Maybe it's, you know, a trip you recently took, a vacation you took, like maybe it wasn't something you planned out for a long time, like an opportunity came along, it was more spontaneous. Like, I want you to think about that because when you think about things like that, it actually can help open up your awareness around, oh, there are actually so many things at play that I could not have planned for. I could not have predicted. And that's an important thing to remember in the manifestation process, because how easy is it after your desire has manifested to look back and go, oh yeah, you know, I just had, oh yeah, everything worked out. Yeah. Synchronicities. It feels good when you're in hindsight, looking at it, but when you're in the process of I've asked for it and I haven't received it yet, it can feel like crap you know, and we can get in our brain and go, why isn't it happening? Or I'm doing all these things. Where is it? So here's the lesson here. So I truly believe that the moment you ask, it's already done on the spiritual plane. I do believe that. And I believe that sometimes we can even get things that we haven't even asked for, like things that we really want. Right. And that's also with being open to things turning out better than you expected. But the moment we declare we're ready for more, we tend to expect to receive more of whatever we've asked for in some type of linear way. So here's an example. Let's say you have a business and you're like, I'm ready for more soulmate clients. Bring them on. Yes, more clients, soulmate clients only. So you ask for it and what you expect probably, right, is you know, you're refreshing your inbox, you're hoping, you're expecting that DM from a soulmate client that's like, hey, I'd love to start working with you. Can you tell me more about your packages? How soon could we get started? Amazing. I'll choose the pay in full option. And it's like, that would feel really good. And that would make sense, right? I said, I'm ready for a soulmate client. So it would make sense for someone to come in my DMs soon and be ready to work with me, right? So here's another example. Let's say you're like, I'm ready for more money. I'm ready to hit my next income level. I'm ready for this amount in my salary. It's you, you probably would expect, you know, a random check in the mail, a sale coming in, um, your boss pulling you aside and informing you of a promotion and a pay raise effective immediately, right? That's a linear way. Like, oh, I said, I want more money. Here are all the ways it could come. It, there could be a sale, you know, through my job, there could be this, there could be that. And then another example is maybe you're declaring that you're ready for that next level in your love life. So that could look like if you're single, a committed relationship. So linearly, what you expect is I'm ready to meet my soulmate. So you expect that the next date you go on, it's like, I've met them. They're my soulmate. Or you expect that the next time you go to the grocery store, you'll meet someone in the aisle. And it's like, oh, I said I was ready. And he showed up and he appeared. And we hear stories, right? Like we hear so many stories. And that's almost even kind of like what my story was like, to be honest with manifesting. Ryan was like, I was ready and he showed up, right? Well, there's a part of that story that not that I'm leaving it out, but there's more to that story. There's more involved. And so having this in mind that we have this linear idea of how we're going to get the thing or, you know, well, I said, I want this. So logically this is how it's going to come in. This is how it's supposed to come in. The thing that happens in between the ask and receiving is that you, you got to be prepared and be ready for it. 
And this is where the good old universe comes in. This is where God comes in. This is where spirit comes in, which I, whichever higher power resonates with you most. This is where the universe comes in and is like, oh, okay. She's, she's ready for soulmate client and more soulmate clients. Yet here she is, you know, overbooking herself, undercharging, no boundaries, you know, letting people suck the life out of her, you know, bending all these rules for people. Uh, more soulmate clients, giving her more of that experience, more reason to burn herself out, more people tugging on her energy. Mm, not like this. That's she's worthy. Of course, she's worthy the moment she asks, uh, you know, for more soulmate clients, but not like this. She's not truly ready. So let's prepare her. So this is what's actually happening in between the ask and receive ask and it's given phase is that you are being prepared and it doesn't always feel beautiful and glamorous. In fact, it's usually quite the opposite because when you declare that you're ready for more, you're worthy of it. The second you ask and the universe is already saying yes, the second you ask. So that's, we're good there, but now the process of receiving is where we get tripped up because the universe wants to give you everything you want in life. And it also wants to make sure that it's giving it to you in a way that's for your highest good. So if you are someone who, you know, you want to meet your soulmate, for example, and you're like, I want to meet my soulmate, the answer is yes. The universe is like, okay. And maybe what you're doing is you've always attracted toxic dynamics, or you've always been inside of on and off situations or with emotionally unavailable people. And the universe goes, well, she's ready to meet her soulmate. However, she hasn't healed that part of her yet that, you know, keeps being a match for these experiences. So we don't want to hand her another one of those and that be her soulmate. So she really needs to do some work on herself heal, get clear on what she wants, become a match for it. And then she'll be ready for her soulmate. And of course we'll give it to her. Now that's never communicated up front, right? We never hear that, but that's a lot of the time what's happening. And so I don't believe I I've shared this before. I don't believe in the universe testing you because I don't see the universe as punitive. So I don't, when I think of being tested, I think it's like, pass or fail. And that's not what the universe is doing. It's not pass or fail. It's you're going to learn the lesson and however much it takes is how much it will take. And we love you. And this is for your highest good. So I don't believe that it's like, Oh, the universe is sending me all these things to test me. I believe it's like the universe is sending all these things to prepare me, to mold me, to make me be the woman who can actually hold an amazing relationship. Because in my situation, when you know, and I've shared this before in previous episodes, when I was manifesting my soulmate, I, you know, had been single for three years. And prior to that, I was always drawn to emotionally unavailable people. I was always drawn to men who is like, I wanted to change them or they were, you know, not whole and complete on their own and, you know, really closed off emotionally. And I wanted to be the one to, you know, help them realize, like help them love again. Like, it, it even like, even if men, like there were certain men who were like, oh, I like, I'm scared of having a relationship or whatever. I, back then before I had really healed, I was like, ooh, okay. 
he's scared of having a girlfriend. Well, let me show him how good it can be. And so it was this constant experience of me trying to prove myself and be good enough. And so the moment I asked for a soulmate and I hadn't done a lick of healing on myself, (laughs) it's like, you know, if that person, if like Ryan, for example, would have walked into my life at that time, not only would I not have been ready for him, to be honest, I probably wouldn't have wanted to be with him because I'd be like, that's too easy. That's too secure. Wait, there's no challenge. There's no, wait, he's emotionally available. He's consistent. No, because I was still a match for emotionally unavailable people. And that's part of the reason I believe that I was single for three years. Right. And of course, in hindsight, everything we can make, you know, we can guess and and be like, ah, that's why. Well, the way I was going about it when I was single was not from this healthy place. I was going on dates and really trying to prove myself on these dates. I wanted, I was like, okay, what do I need to do to be asked on a second date? Even if I wasn't vibing with the guy, I could not handle rejection. And so I was very, you know, still deep into people pleasing patterns. I was like, well, how can I you make this guy still want to ask me on a second date, even if I'll say no, or like, just so I can say no. Right. And it's like, I was not ready. I was, I would not have been able to hold a relationship with an evolved man, with a conscious man, with a man who is all in ready for commitment at that time, I probably would have sabotaged it. I probably would have created and said, oh, I see a red flag and it's not a red flag because I was not ready. So I had to go through a lot of pain on my own, a lot of, you know, nights by myself, a lot of, you know, seeing my friends have it, but not me. And of course those years were really hard, but what I see now and what I know now is that the universe was preparing me and molding me to be able to hold a relationship that's healthy, to be able to be a match for one and to be able to look within myself and go, okay, so obviously something's not working. I'm taking the actions I'm going on these dates. You know, I'm putting myself out there. I'm on the dating app. I'm, you know, taking care of myself, like, you know, investing in my appearance. Like I was very focused on my appearance at that time and it still wasn't yielding the results I wanted. And so thankfully then I got to be like, Oh, it's me. It's something with me, something I'm doing. And so my ask and receive process was about three years. Okay. And it's never about time. It's about learning the lesson. And so you know, I could have been in a victim conversation and I'm pretty sure I'm, I probably was back then. This is before I really worked on myself and learned and got that I create my reality and I'm at cause for everything in my physical reality. But back then I probably was in victimhood and was like, why me? Why do all my friends have it and not me? And so this was a huge lesson. Okay. Now an example, right? If you are like, I'm ready for more money. Okay. What we would love is to just a day later, not even 24 hours later, have money come in and that can happen. Okay. So there's no rules. If you're a match for something, you're a match for something. And a lot of the time, you know, this is even the example with like lottery winners. So if you're not a match, if you're not going to be able to hold, you know, the amount that's, if you're not going to be able to hold the amount of money you're asking for, or if you're, if you have not healed your relationship with money, more money coming in actually isn't going like a windfall of money coming in. That's actually not going to help your problems. It's going to make it worse. Right. And I'm talking about internal stuff. So this is where we see a lot of lottery winners 
They usually end up within two years of winning multi-million dollars. They usually end up bankrupt or in a way worse position than they were before. So bankrupt, right? And so you would think, but wait, they they got so much money. Like, you know, they, they should be happy. Their problems should go away. It doesn't work like that because when we don't feel worthy of something, we end up sabotaging it. And so if you have a pattern with money where maybe it's like for you, it's the make, spend, make, spend, make, spend, make, spend. That was a very, very big pattern for me for a very long time where I didn't feel worthy of having and holding money because I was so used to being paycheck to paycheck when I had my job and feeling like when money would come in, I'd be like, well, this it has to go somewhere. It has to go somewhere. I can't, what, what do you mean? It would just sit there. It has to go somewhere. Oh yeah. You need a new shirt. Oh yeah. What, uh, book a flight here. Oh yeah. Get eyelash extensions. It's like, I was always finding a way to spend the money, but the root of that was, was that I was not truly ready to receive at this high level. It's not that I wasn't worthy. We're all worthy. And remember the universe knows what's for your highest good. So the universe saw you know, and this is like before I had my business and before I, you know, was reaching five figure months and whatnot, my, my, the universe was like, okay, well, she's obviously, we want her to have this and we don't want her to cause more pain for herself. We don't want her to get in over her head. We, we want her to actually really heal this relationship with money. And so, you know, this is huge, right? If you've asked for, especially if you've asked for money and it's not showing up, it's likely because you have, leaky energy around it. And so this is like a whole other conversation. This is something I talk about in my masterclass, the upgrade masterclass. It's a money mindset masterclass. Um, maybe, maybe I'll link it in this episode. Um, or you can DM me it's inside of, well, it's inside of the boss masterclass bundle. I highly recommend it. But something I talk about in there is that if you have a leaky relationship and what I mean by that is like, you have a lot of money leaks in your life. It's going to be hard to manifest more money or, and, or if you have a lot of fear around money, receiving it, spending it, it's going to be challenging to manifest and bring in more money, whole separate conversation. But I just want to throw that out there. I've done a lot of work around healing my relationship with money. And those are, that's like the biggest thing when you're feeling blocked around having more money come in or it's not happening the way you want to, it's usually comes down to one of those things. Okay. So, you know, the universe always shaping you, always preparing you. So the perfect thing that you can do when you're, when what you've asked for hasn't shown up yet is to get intimate with the fact that it's not here and work on the relationship at hand, because how often do we think, Oh, once I meet my person, once my person comes into my life, once I get the promotion, once the money comes in, once another sale comes in, then I'll be happy. And no, that's you putting yourself on a freaking hamster wheel where you're always going to be chasing the next thing. And the present moment is never going to be good enough. And guess what? We manifest in the present moment. So if you're projecting lack and saying, I don't have enough, you're projecting lack onto the present moment and we create in the now in the present moment. And so, you know, lack is a match for lack and if something isn't showing up in your life, like let's say money, for example, the last place you want to go is going into a spiral of, I don't have enough. I'll never have enough, you know, using languaging that's not empowering. That's actually quite negative around money. I like, don't even want to say the words. They're like bad words to me. Um, you know, like 
I'll just say, I'm just for the sake of supporting, like saying the word broke, like that is not in my vocabulary at all. I would never call someone that I would never say that about myself. Like it's literally like any, oh my gosh, it's just not good. Not good. Expensive. I don't say that. I don't say cheap. Um, and you'll never hear me say I can't afford ever, 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 even if it's true, even if there's something I want and I don't physically have the money for it, it's never, I can't afford it. It's, oh, that's not a priority right now. Or, oh, I can't wait to have that one day. Like that's where I go and that's where I've trained myself. And so, you know, if right now money isn't showing up for you in the way you want it to, I really want you to start and look at like your languaging around money and what your relationship with money is like now. So whole other subject, right? And another example of this, you know, how this works, right? So this is like the big initiation when it comes to like clients and stuff in business. So if you're burning yourself out with what you have, if you're not respecting your time, if you're giving people random discounts, if you're, you know, letting clients walk all over you, if you're giving out refunds and stuff like that, that's not honoring of yourself and that's not going to help you move to the next level. So if you're like, yes, more soulmate clients, the universe is like, uh, girl, we don't want you to burn out and spin out and, and suffer and like have more of the same, like you get to move to that next level. So sometimes some challenges may come up, like maybe you'll have a nightmare client, or maybe you'll have an opportunity where you really need to own a boundary with a client that you haven't before. And it's like, you finally did, right? Maybe you were feeling resentment because of something you weren't saying. And then you say the thing, you own your voice. It's like, Those are the things the universe is looking for and the universe is like, yes, okay, she's ready. So again, it's never coming from testing. You're always being shaped and molded and prepared. And so what ends up happening is when we're in the thick of these things, right? So maybe there's a lot of pain around your dating experience. Maybe it's that feeling of, you know, I'm really in a, you know, not in a great place with money right now, or maybe it's, I feel like business is slow. I feel like I'm never going to get past this mark or I'm never going to, you know, be able to crack into six figures or whatever that is. It's really easy to forget that you originally said, I'm ready for my six figure year. I'm ready for my committed relationships. I'm ready to meet my soulmate. I'm ready for X amount of money this month. We forget that because what's in front of us looks like it's in complete opposition to the thing we've asked for. But the perspective shift I want to leave you with is that it's actually you completely being on the right track because you're being prepared and molded. So rather than looking at your situation right now and going, I'm nowhere near what I want, why don't you turn it around and say, oh, okay, universe, you heard me and you're already, you're, you're getting me ready. Okay, what do I get to do? Who do I get to be? What do I get to step into to be truly ready to receive this next level desire? Because my worthiness was never in question. That was never a question. I've always been worthy, but have I actually been ready? So that is the the code, the nugget I want to leave you with is that, of course, your desire is on the way. Of course, you are being so supported and guided. And if anything is looking like it's the opposite of what you want, 
reframe it and say, amazing, this is actually helping me get closer to what I want. Because guess what? There is beauty in the contrast. There's beauty in you having such a contrasting experience of like, I asked for this and what's showing up now is so not what I want because you have a choice in that moment. You have a choice to be like, okay, I'm not satisfied with what's showing up in my current reality. What gets to shift? What gets to change? Who do I get to be? Okay. And if this episode has been like eye opening for you, if you're like, Ooh, this is good. Like this is the kick in the pants I need. This is such a great perspective shift. I want more of this. Then I want to invite you to get your booty inside of anything's possible. My new eight week micro micro mind. So this is for you. If you really want to end the year powerfully, you really want to step into this next level in your manifestation journey. You really want to learn how to collapse your goals, meaning have them happen even faster than you ever thought possible. Really step into that momentum and grow along alongside like-minded women who are also on this a similar path as you right environment is so so huge and you're going to be learning how to draw your desires into your reality even faster and really speed up the time between the ask and receive process like this is huge and it's a live coaching experience so we'll have eight whole weeks together we have group calls we have a group support voxer chat which is going to be super hot and every single call i'm going to be doing some teaching um, diving into some concepts and we'll have hot seat coaching on each call meaning you will get personalized coaching inside of group setting and you also get access to the replays of course so you'll be able to watch these trainings over and over watch these coaching moments over and over. So if you are ready to join the Micromind, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to head to the link in here and fill out your application. Or if you are connected with me on Instagram and you want to message me and learn about how you can claim your spot, send me a DM on Instagram. I would be so excited to have you inside. This is a really fun way for you to have this accountability, have this community, have this sisterhood, and also have me as your coach for eight whole weeks. Like how fun will that be? We kick off in October. So make sure that you reach out to me soon, fill out your application soon. So you can make, so you can claim your spot because spaces are limited. I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe. Thank you.